0: Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. We are your hosts Pradyum, Aaron, and Naeem. And wait, do you hear that, guys? That's the sound of our last episode of the season being recorded. Nailed it. All right. So, this is, well, if you see our entire season, this has been our friends and family season. We've only had friends and family throughout the season because We've been more com- comfortable with them. And this episode is pretty much the same. We've got my cousin on the podcast, Anirudh. So, Anirudh, welcome to the podcast. Is this your first ever podcast? Have you been on previous podcasts? Like- uh,
1: thank you for having me. Uh, I think, yes, this is the first ever podcast. I'm-
2: I'm trying to think, but yeah, probably yes. If I can't remember, then let's say this is the first.
0: Awesome. Yeah, a first for many. Um, (laughs) And you always remember your first, don't you? Anyway, let's move on. That's not the type of podcast we are. All right. So, uh, I mean, I'm glad we could have you on here. It's uh, the first thing, the first person that came into mind when we came about this podcast was you, because I know you are a huge foodie. but before that, thank you. why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and you know what you do, where you are where you're from, where you are right now, stuff like that. Sure.
1: Um and again, you know, I want to say thank you for having me here. Uh my name is Anirudh. Uh I currently live in Canada. I live in this uh, little town called Bowmanville, which is about fifty kilometers east of Toronto. Um it is pretty late, so if my answers are <laughs> Uh, weird it's it's way too late yeah um, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean uh, uh, food has been like a very important part of my life from a very early age uh, starting with enjoying eating food to a few years well about 10, 10 years ago where I even uh, started to enjoy cooking and trying different cuisines and so you know uh, a perfect example to define how important food is um over here me and my uh, wife we uh, order food in on fridays or decide to go out and that's usually just once a week on fridays and starting on wednesday i'd be like oh you know so what are we doing on friday where are we ordering from what cuisine are we eating and so yeah, yeah that that's forward to how that. much of, yeah that's how much of a foodie i am um yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I grew up in India. I was in Delhi all my life. Delhi has a great food scene. Um, I got to try a bunch of new food there. And then I was lucky to come to Toronto, which is again, um, you know, great food scene, amazing restaurants. Uh, actually got to try um, Like A couple of weeks ago, had Iraqi food for the first time, which was very interesting. Wow. I had um, very early on in Canada when we came, um, you know, there was this sense of where people would ask me, oh, you know, are you missing Indian food? And I've been here like four year, four and a half years. And I'm like, oh, my God, the Indian food is so good. Um, uh, so, yeah, you know, just the, just the variety of uh, uh, cuisine and the kind of food that I get here, I think, you know, uh, i'm happy at least the the food journey continues
0: yeah so i mean not a lot of people would know this but you and i when we stay together in delhi we had a lot of food stories that we keep you know reminiscing oh of about. course <laughs> it's like yes tons of uh, yeah Whether i think pizza uh, being ordered when we have when the ne- no pizza being delivered the next day even after even though we hadn't ordered it and so we grac- graciously accepted it of oh. How,
1: I mean, that is just uh, luck for two people who love food to have pizza we haven't ordered still be delivered to us. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you're absolutely right. The I, And I don't think we followed the once a week ordering in. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> did it like three, four okay. times a week. Yeah. Uh, and also we were spoiled by the, the cook we had. Who, oh, yeah. Who, I must mention, came up with a dish that I still we still make here now uh which is the egg and sausage curry oh
0: and, oh yeah shit. oh okay that, wow okay yeah. so i mean you know <laughs> okay.
1: instead of okay. just uh keeping it traditional with just an egg curry we're like oh you know why don't we throw in some sausage isn't there yeah. um and and of course we we buy the good quality sausages here so it like elevates the flavor I had a, another cousin of mine staying with me and she doesn't eat um, pork and uh, we buy pork sausages and not that she, you know, it's not anything religious, but she's just like, you know, I, I haven't eaten pork before and I'm not really a fan of the taste. But because the egg sausage curry, when I make it, I first cook the sausages and then let mm. some of those juices stay in the pan and then I cook the egg curry in that. She said when she tasted it, it wasn't like any other egg curry she had had. So she, wow. I don't know, maybe is close to converting to eating pork now. And so, like,
0: there you have it, folks. We've lost all of our Muslim community listeners <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I,
1: I can go the other side also and say that we also uh, eat a lot of beef. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. Adam's <laughs> the only one going to be in this podcast being... I mean your Aaron, your Christian community is safe. I think they're all listening to this. That's the only sort of religious section of the podcast that we still have remaining. Yeah, I think we're all just looking up sausage egg, karina so. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. But I used to look forward to those days when he he used to make it. It's like when I take it to office, I'll be like, Oh, come on. I I'm dying for it to have it. So come on, lunch break. Yeah. Come on, lunch break. Um all right. So great. I mean we so also to mention this is happening for some really early in the morning for some really late in the evening so pardon if our answers are very curt or we're not the most enthusiastic of enthusiastic lot for this episode but we'll try to make it as entertaining as possible uh anyway all right let's start with the podcast and well we start off with the location so you have unlimited amount of cash so this is all hypothetical of course we are not going to sure. build you your dream restaurant at the end of this like when people say is this hypothetical you oh, what like, are what am i doing oh, here <laughs> exactly right like when people ask is this hypothetical it's like of course it is like i'm not going to sit down and like you tell me and then i'm going to after this podcast design your restaurant so it's all hypothetical but Gosh. where in the world if you were given a choice, where in the world would you would your dream restaurant be located in? So um I'm actually gonna
1: like I'm actually gonna answer this with uh, two perspectives. One as being, you know, where I would like this restaurant to be as a okay. as an owner, and then secondly as a as a consumer. Okay. because they're they're widely different answers.
2: Mm.
1: Uh we've uh and when I say we, uh, my wife shares a uh, similar passion for food and we, you know, a lot of our discussions is about food. So if I say we, it's, uh, you know, it's referencing me and my wife. Um, quite early on in our, uh, when we got married, again, we were talking about food and there was this idea and, you know, this this was around the time we were thinking of moving out of India and the options were Australia, Canada, and, you know, we were trying a Everything, Um, but there was this sudden idea. You know, what if we move to New Zealand to this, you know, picture New Zealand? Those beautiful looking fields and you know, steep around there, and you know, this open field. You have this tiny little cafe. Life is slow. Life is chill, and we're running this little cafe, serving stuff like you know, simple stuff like a good grilled cheese sandwich, good breakfast menu. Um, just, you know, the two of us running it and yeah, I mean that, that at some point actually we could see ourselves doing that. Um, and I, just, that, that'll uh, be, yes. Yes.
0: So just before you get onto the other bit, because I know you, yeah. you, it's just pure coincidence that our previous podcast that we recorded yeah. started off something similar. So I am very skeptical ah. in the sense, okay, it was in the Scottish Highlands, <laughs> if, if, okay. I mean, I'm spoiling sure. it here, but Scott, but yeah. the same thing with open fees and everything, with the cafe thing. So I'm very apprehensive as to where this is going to go, but I have more faith in you than I did with my previous guest who I recorded, which it started <laughs> off very well and we were all very interested and it quickly went off the rails. So ah, <laughs> I am sorry, I'm just adjusting my light. Um,
1: yeah. No, so again, so I say that as, you know, that's the the picturesque Um slow life kind of uh, feeling that, you know, it'll be pretty cool to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, practically, if I think about it, do I really want to have a cafe in the middle of nowhere? Um, you know, you did say hypothetically, we have like a so infinite cash th-
3: <laughs> Yes. So that, that one was from a customer perspective?
1: Uh, no, that's from an no. owner perspective.
3: From an owner, from, perspective. from a
1: customer's okay. perspective, do I really want to drive, or how do I get to this middle of nowhere cafe? Am I patient enough to wait for you know? Uh, it's going to take me an hour to reach here, or maybe two hours to reach here to get a meal. Uh, from a customer point of view, no, I want something that's close by. I want something that's well. I guess comfort food. Uh, I would probably serve comfort food, but. Um, I don't want to like travel that long for a meal. Uh, I do it here sometimes, but not all the time. So, um, but you know, you said we have infinite amount of cash. So let's, let's stick with the dream of opening this uh, little cafe. Um, Doing breakfast, lunch, dinner. So you know, a breakfast menu, I, I love making grilled cheese sandwiches over here. We love making a lot of eggs. So, I'd probably keep it simple with different okay. types of eggs. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. The,
0: sure. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But yeah. in terms of... So, New Zealand as a location. So, yeah, uh, my first thoughts were, again, I like because, again, I did say that our previous recording was kind of similar. So, she there chose uh, Scotland because it was where Harry Potter was shot. So, I was... Okay. A little, this thing where you're choosing New Zealand because that's where a lot of the rings were shot, or something like that, right? I never
1: thought of it like that, but I am also a lot of the rings fan. But uh, I don't think that would drive the decision. It's just uh, more driven by at the time when we thought of this, you know, where we were planning to move, and New Zealand just seemed like a nice, happy little place to move to. So, exactly. Uh, uh, Yeah, just purely driven by our state of mind at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it sounds very exclusive as well. Like it feels like those are the kind of meals that you have an experience. You you take home yeah, as well yeah, an experience. Like for sure. I arrived at the cafe via helicopter. I had to take an Uber chopper from my place to get to the restaurant. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> I had to charter
1: a flight from Canada to get to New Zealand.
0: Those damn sheep were near I nearly killed a dozen of sheep <laughs> who were below me. <laughs> nearly had yes. to, uh, you know nearly sent uh, or re- nearly caused the restaurant ir- whatever damage yeah in terms of their fresh produce so yeah we thought we were land we were, thought we were landing on a white hedge but it turned out to be a flock of sheep just sheep. T- stood in yes. that way <laughs> so- just staring
1: at this aircraft arriving
0: <laughs> exactly okay so that, that sounds great. So, in terms, so we already also have an idea as to what kind of uh, restaurant or cafe you're setting up. So, yeah. I suppose, what what is the kind of experience? So, we're looking at something very relaxed, very chill, very comfort.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Um,
0: again, you know,
1: the location and this in the middle of nowhere uh, thing that I've built up in all our heads. Uh, you'd probably think it's this like you like you said an experience and you know this fine dining Uh, no not at all I want it to be for me uh, you know not to take anything away from good fine dining restaurants but I always look at um, value for money so Mm -hmm. I know fine dining most of the times you know you're paying for the experience you know great food but I don't want to come out at the end of it having emptied my pockets but i'm still hungry and still looking to eat something so uh we for me it's always, yeah exactly and you know for me it's always uh comfort food uh where am i you know am i getting what i'm paying for and uh, a very good example is in fact tonight we went out for dinner to a uh, we wanted to eat Indian food, which is something we rarely do because we make a lot of Indian food. But ooh, uh, being we do very really adventurous there,
0: it, Being very adventurous, it's not a Friday, like, oh, trying something different.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, there was this sudden, um, should we go to a place that serves chaat and, you know, have stuff like uh, papdi chaat or choleba today or something like that. But we ended up going to a... Uh, restaurant that had you know it predominantly had a lot of Hyderabadi food a very interesting menu and the food was was really good and again just you know good value for money good quantity of food that you know for what you're paying for you're getting a good amount of food Uh, you the ideas that you want to come out as a customer being satisfied and happy that you know this was money worth spent. Uh, well spent and I'm coming home with a belly full I'm not you know now coming home and looking through my fridge and saying you know what I'm still a little hungry and yeah so the the ideal cafe that I want to open is I want to serve I want to like I want people leaving the restaurant feeling satisfied like oh that was a great meal you know I'm ready for my nap
0: yeah and there's a lush green field where you can just lie out lie or. exactly, yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, I think uh, the three of us also kind of relate to that because we've had many places where we've gone there and been like we while we're eating itself, we're already thinking that this isn't enough, so where's the closest McDonald's, yeah. where's the closest you know place to get good dessert? you know let's not yeah, order exactly. anything from this so. I mean, dessert um, yeah. is one yeah. thing, but, like, I've been to restaurants. I remember
1: we were in Australia and we went to uh, Nobu. Oh,
2: right. Japanese
1: okay. restaurant. Yeah. And, you know, great food. But at the end of it, you're, I'm, like, staring at that bowl. And I'm, like, uh, that's it? Or, you know, is there is somebody going to, like, serve me more? Or that's about, and, you know, it was a super expensive meal. And then we came home that's and I'm, like, still hungry
0: and then so, she came along with the rajma chawal
2: yeah <laughs>
1: that's again an
0: inside joke but yeah that was during the time when you went to the world cup right
2: yes
1: 2015 yeah. uh world nice. cup in australia but nice. yeah you know uh, i i think this also comes from uh looking at our parents when we host you know when we hosted people in back in india mom was always and this is something i make fun of uh, all the time because uh if mom tells us you know oh someone's coming home we're like oh so you're making a simple menu and then they will yeah. like 20 oh, things yes. on yes yeah so you know i think it just comes from growing up with that that you know food has to there should you shouldn't feel like uh someone comes to eat and then you know they go back and they're still hungry so while i don't completely believe in serving 20 items when you call people but you know there shouldn't be uh a situation where you run out of something. So even if you make like three items, there's enough yeah. of those three. So like when that, these guys, the
0: idea also, yeah. When these guys come over and normally make like the traditional starter main course dessert. Uh, wow. I don't know whether they dishes. go I I I, know. I don't know whether these guys go to McDonald's after that or not. I I have no clue. I can so that you'll have to ask them. But uh like I agree. Like when my mom like when we host people, I'm like, she'll be like, I'll make this and this. I'll be like, okay, that sounds simple enough. And yeah. I'll also make this also. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why is that necessary? Why? She's like, no, no, I like yeah, it. Exactly. I don't care what you do, but like, your you serve, you make quantities fit for a village. Like even yeah, if it is exactly. make two two dishes, and you make that much quantity, that's fine. But she'll make four or five yeah. dishes, and it will be that much quantity. I'm like, yours uh what does it call though uh when you know how, the quantity of food or i forgot the name there's a particular term for it
2: quantity of food yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but it it just goes out of proportion right like yeah you... exactly and you know that uh, sorry i know this is
1: deviating from everything else but i think the idea that when people come over they're not uh, you know and there are 20 items it's going to that's all somebody can eat right i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then you know then you're dealing with leftovers and anyway that's a whole different conversation no, but so, I, yeah.
0: no I agree it's like my um, our parents think that the people coming into our house have never eaten food before have stopped <laughs> themselves yeah. They feel like it's like a barbecue nation or absolute barbecues. Right, you're supposed to keep serving them until their bellies are full, and yeah. they've never had. So you can't be like, you know, Pradyum, you can do your one dish thing and all that. But I can't do that. I need to make enough. Yeah. I said, At least keep it to two three. No, no. They will. They are hungry. They will eat when they come. Nobody <laughs> eats. They'll all yeah exactly. Eat. Everyone's don't the other dinner. thing that
1: happens is that you usually double down on appetizers or snacks and then people are not really that hungry for dinner but uh, yeah. but you know I, I kind of get like I, I partly believe in that but not completely so
0: yeah uh, fair enough uh all right let's talk about the decor of the cafe so we know it's a cafe in the middle of yeah. nowhere it's the cowardly dog uh and yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so, what is the decor like? What are we expecting as we enter into the cafe? <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think. Uh, like for me, okay, let, let's put it this way. Again, no judgment at the end of this. So uh, <laughs> That's
0: a good way to start off every conversation. Uh,
1: while while I love to go out and try new food all the time and you know, go to a new place, uh, I also love to just order food in. Sit at home, you know, so a very uh, cozy setting. What we do a lot here, at least on weekends, when we order food, and rules are slightly relaxed for my daughter, so that you know, others. We always try and sit and eat together at the table, but weekends, we also want to watch TV and eat. So, uh, kind of, you know, we bend the rules, but you know, what we do is we just sit in the basement, we pull out, we have a couch which pulls out into a bed. So we like pull that out, sit in front of the TV, bring all the food down. And then, you know, it's, it's a nice cozy setting and a happy setting for us on a
2: weekend. So I'm not saying we should have couches in the restaurant, but I am looking at a, like a very um, you know, each table
1: is this cozy, intimate setting that kind of gives you the the feeling of being in your own space. Um, okay. Because, like, I don't know, that's at least how I feel that a lot of places sometimes picking the right table is also what gives us that little corner to ourselves rather than being in the middle of the restaurant with everything else. So um, I don't know, I, I kind of, Again, I don't know what this is gonna look like, but I want yeah, each course. each uh party to kind of feel like uh that space in the restaurant is theirs. Um so you know, while I would have something like that, I would love to have some outdoor seating for because we're also in New Zealand. So
2: yeah.
1: Of course. The view is gonna be uh really nice. So some outdoor seating. Again, try and create this little intimate seating for each party so they feel like they own that space
0: I, I don't know about you but i don't know about you guys but like i always try and adopt the one free table space rule on in restaurants in the sense that if i see a table that's that people are sitting at i yeah. don't like sitting next to them yeah i tend to all, always be like let's move to let's keep one table gap space and let's move on. That's how.
3: Yeah, because considering the conversations we tend to have, I think it's best that we keep that
0: and tend to hear uh, as sure. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would definitely do, and of course, because it's in the middle of nowhere in New Zealand, you have acres of space. You can have basically a cafe per per person. Or per. Yeah, I mean, I, I
1: have all the money in the world, so exactly. It's a uh, huge restaurant that yeah massive area. Anyway, so yeah. somebody so, who so wants that's
0: kind of how I somebody who wants a table far away will have to walk that extra mile too
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: But
0: you know the idea
1: is also that it's this laid back chill cafe so people are not in a super rush to you know get their eat and leave. So hmm. they want to come spend it think of it as a long extended Sunday brunch every meal.
0: Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Good that that sounds good as long as no one's yeah. there telling me sir sir you have to leave uh there is a yeah, line exactly. outside
1: yeah i mean yeah. as a business i would love to have a line outside but you know we're, we're going like some some amount of logic is thrown out of the window here with the of course cash.
0: <laughs> a uh, lot, of, lot of logic yeah. here can be thrown out of the window here but uh yeah yeah I'll, I'll, that's something that was cracked in episode two as well. When we asked some, when we asked our guest, you know, what's the portion size? She's like, why do I care? Who, whose profit and loss am I going to be counting? Yeah, You're perfect. giving me unlimited amount of money. Exactly. It. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. I think that's something we'll have to revise for season two. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that allows it to be as crazy or as zany as possible, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean,
1: at the end, I think it's all about the food and the kind of experience you're creating. So I could have, you know, I'm sure people will go the other way, saying that you know, I have just this much cash, I can, uh, I'm really going to make it this once in a lifetime experience and make it super exclusive. Sure, why not?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But to be fair, most most of the guests that we've had so far have been very realistic in their approach. Okay. Despite the fact that they are now multi dollars so With that insight, multi- I'm going
1: to quickly try and change some answers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the cuisine. So we know it's a cafe in the middle of uh, New Zealand with this infinite number of tables and infinite number of acres that uh, you've got. Uh, the yeah. Prime Minister has been like, Rud- Anirudh and Preeti here, take it all. Build however many you want. Thank
1: you. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. So,
1: for the cash, correct, right,
0: exactly. Yeah. Oh, not me. We've got other two other co-hosts. I will need some help from the other two. um all three of you. Yeah, we'll yeah. be cheering. When, when the bill sometime.
1: comes to me, I'll just you know forward. Just send me email IDs. I'll just forward the
0: bill to you. Exactly. Um. Uh, all right. As much as that sounds great, let's talk about the cuisine. So, what's the kind of food sure. that we are going to get at at the cafe?
1: Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, I think I I said you know the like I want this breakfast, lunch, dinner, but hmm. not not at this super uh, pace of you know people coming in and leaving. So, um, you know that breakfast could merge into lunch. Um, and I so there are there are a bunch of things I like to cook. Uh, my personal favorite cuisine, something that I could eat every day, is Asian food. Uh, particularly good good Chinese Szechuan food I could eat every day um, for me comfort food is uh, a good egg fried rice and a chili chicken any day uh, of the week
0: so uh, it's another I don't want to say lunch. you know uh,
1: this is going to go against what I look in a restaurant because if I see a restaurant that's doing all types of cuisines it would probably be the last on my list to yes go somewhere that does everything um but i would you know i'd pick i pick on my strengths at this point um on what i like to cook so asian yes um and i love cooking breakfast so the breakfast is going to be like a strong maybe it could just be like a brunch place that transitions into a early dinner let's say Um, so that brunch menu goes
2: on all day till about or three and then we switch to dinner which could okay. be asian themed as
1: weird as that sound, uh, sounds <laughs> yeah yeah you know so breakfast would be i love to make like different types of eggs and omelets and shakshukas and um great grilled cheese I and mean, i think grilled cheese is just not grilled cheese so i'd probably call them toasties with like all kinds of fillings so like for me a grilled cheese is not just cheese and bread i do um i put in some salami or some prosciutto and you know instead of having it as a grilled cheese with a cold cut in it i actually cook the prosciutto a bit on the pan so it it, you know crisps up Uh, really quickly and then it goes into the sandwich with pickles and mustard and so i love eating it i love making it so my breakfast menu would contain a bunch of toasties um would contain a variety of eggs i think i make a good pancake also at least i do for my daughter pretty often so maybe some pancakes but i'm I'm not too big on pancakes but Mm. it would it would probably be a a variety of toasties and uh um, different types of eggs
0: yeah man shit it's like another couple of more hours for lunch started burping already i just had i just had breakfast as well so it's it's not great always i mean this is probably a running theme on this podcast where we always rue the fact that we do this quite early in the morning like uh, either in the morning or just before lunch and so either naeem's always on his phone trying already ordering his next meal and then he has to keep changing it based on what people's (laughs) menus are or deleting it in the case of last episode. So, yeah. But oh, that sounds great, though. I mean, it's it's relaxing. And plus, if you yeah. want to stay there for the dinner thing, you can just you know roll you roam around on. the area, stay on. Or, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Some imagine right? You've got this massive cafe, and then someone on the far end of the table is like, "I'm not going to walk after all of this. Might as well just sit here. Yeah, finish off sit and then
1: here. turn your table into a." Into a bed, just sleep for for a bit, and then stay for dinner. Your flight leaves next morning, so.
0: Might as well, yeah. Name is that your yeah. ideal ideal sort yeah. of restaurant. I'm already thinking like,
3: oh, I could have a nice nap there, like probably, maybe yeah. have some good breakfast, grab some coffee. Oh yeah, so coffee. Sorry, <laughs> I, I
1: didn't mention the coffee. Yes, uh, uh no, but we we'll get to, to, to
0: that on the drinks bit in, in a bit. bit in oh, right? okay, fine. So, yeah, uh, I
2: thought coffee was still breakfast, but sure, yeah,
0: yeah. we we'll get to drinks. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I think it's all of our ideal chill out spot. Oh yeah, I mean, that's for sure. that's that's ideally what you what any of us look for in a restaurant. Like we don't want loud music where we can't hear each other. We Good food yeah. and a place where we can just chill and relax and talk for hangout. Yeah. yeah, and as sure.
3: long as the sh- uh, in New Zealand aren't as aggressive as the goats in Devil's uh, Jaws. I was good.
0: waiting for that. I was <laughs> waiting. So, uh, so we took a drive to this mountainous area and we stopped yeah. over at a place because name and another friend of ours wanted to use the washroom. So there's this public okay. washroom place. As they got out, like goats started chasing them and following them. Oh, my God.
1: Were these washrooms
0: yeah. guarded by the ghost, uh, goats? <laughs> Ghosts. Probably <laughs> both. But uh, they were they were chasing him particularly. And yeah. I think we also kept screaming, like, because the previous day we had mutton biryanis uh, oh, and sorry. all that. So oh. they were like, <laughs> it seems like they know about it. <laughs> and you can see after they went to the washroom and as they were heading... To the car, they kept chasing them. So, name before he could reach the car, he's like, "Open the door! Open the door!" He's kept screaming at me, and I'm like laughing. Like open the door. It's almost like a height. <laughs> yeah. Go 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 go. Unfortunately, he was the one driving, so he's the getaway oh. driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in the passenger car waiting for him to come. <laughs> and he kept going circle and circle trying to like lose them at some point so that he could just run into the car. Oh so, my god. Uh I think GTA six could have had a mission on that specifically. <laughs> or can't have it rather. Uh, so hopefully but the, right sheep the sheep as aren't as aggressive
3: as the goat we've had the uh, honor of knowing. Well there's a
1: there's a goat simulator game also, I'm pretty sure and, and that goat is pretty aggressive. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. yeah. But sheep are fine. I mean, plus also, probably half of them are dead by the time everyone lands with their helicopters So, yeah. so, so you got the the lamb prepared for the dinner as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> when you see people carrying dead sheep around the <laughs> back of the restaurant. Uh, all right. So let's get to the biggest part of this podcast and the most important part, and that's the menu. And we divide this okay. into different sections. So we start off with drinks. Now, because you said this is a brunch and dinner, we'll have two different types. So yeah. for brunch, what is the one drink that you would recommend at the restaurant? And for dinner as well, you know, whether it be alcoholic or non-alcoholic, uh, sure. you know, what is the what would you recommend to us?
1: So for breakfast, I'm going to give you two because uh, I, I need and my morning coffee every day. So. I'm in no way a coffee snob. Like I just, I, I prefer having South Indian filter coffee and that's what I make for myself every morning. Um, and, you know, I'd love for people to taste that because when we have people over, they're pretty excited to have filter coffee in the morning, including some of our white friends. So uh, I'd probably do filter coffee. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's an extended brunch. Uh, no brunch is complete without a good mimosa. So I'd probably do a mimosa as well. If I had to name
0: like two. Two are non-alcoholic friends. What is a mimosa? mimosa for al- <laughs> sure. a non-alcoholic friends.
2: Sure.
1: Mimosa is orange juice with uh, a good sparkling white wine on a champagne. Uh, combination is great. Uh, works super well for a brunch. Especially a brunch where you don't really have to get a move on. And you know you can sit there for
2: hours mimosa does is something you can also do at home
0: true if you can afford to buy champagne or if you no, have someone the, buy the secret bottling. of a
1: good mimosa is not to buy the expensive champagne because you're anyway fair. mixing it with orange juice so yeah any don't <laughs> off the shelf champagne is good enough
0: fair enough i mean
1: yeah so that's one of the to... booze secrets of the restaurant <laughs> for <laughs> cocktails <laughs> use cheap alcohol <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we've just enabled a lot of alcoholics on this listening on <laughs> listening to this podcast uh all right and the next up uh for the dinner so given it's an asian theme that's going in the night yeah running through the um, night what's the one cocktail or mocktail or drink that you think um, goes well with an asian meal? good question
1: i'm trying to think what do i usually have at an Asian restaurant or at home, I'd probably just open a beer and have a beer before or while eating. I don't know if there's anything in particular I would do that was that would be different for an Asian restaurant. Okay, uh, let's
0: let, let's talk about beers because it's even like yeah. last time when we had an Asian meal together, you ordered a beer, right? So yeah, if if you were to recommend to people the best three beer best three beers that you had or you think would go best with an Asian meal, what would they be? Right.
1: I, I would definitely do a lighter a wheat, any wheat beer. Um The idea is that I want people to focus on the food. Beer is something that will fill you up pretty easily. So I would do like light wheat beers and, you know, there are a bunch of good ones I've had here, but um even in India, actually we had some really good wheat beer. But yeah, any any good Belgian wheat beer, I I can't think of brand names or uh, the or uh, you know top of my head. But uh, yeah, I'd probably do like a good wheat beer as as the yeah. alcoholic.
0: Beverage. To be fair, a lot of the wheat beers generally aren't commercially so. Like a lot of them are in micro breweries or you know yeah, the restaurants yeah. themselves make it. So I can understand exactly. why you don't. Uh, I mean, yeah. why brand names don't come into mind. But yeah, I yeah. I would agree with the same. Like. Uh, we've had instances where we've had like heavy beers and it just kind of ruins yeah exactly
1: I mean there was a stage in my life where of course when I was much younger where I would make fun of people drinking light beers and now that's all I can do
2: (laughs) yeah Uh, so yes it's it's a lesson back to younger Rudy don't make fun uh, of people drinking light beers
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah they're worth it Yeah, I think the heaviest one that I've had or that I can think of is probably Foster's. What? I I, I can't think of anything else that, I mean, uh, off the top of my head.
1: You are in Chennai, okay? So, when I was in Chennai, the strongest beer I've had is a beer called Bullet.
0: Bullet, okay.
1: Yes, (laughs) it's unheard of. But Bullet, all it required was half a bottle. That's it.
0: No, strongest, no, I'm, I'm not saying. 90. I'm just saying in terms of heaviness to really like fill you up. Uh, bullet was heavy and strong. And strong. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I, I've i not seen that here as well. I think the only thing I see here right now is like British Empire or something. So just. Terrible. Oh, I
1: haven't heard of that, but I, I yeah. definitely don't want to try it.
0: <laughs> Very good. Let's stay out of it. Um, all right. So now that we're done with our drinks. Now, yeah. are you a starter person or a main course person? it depends on the day okay there are a lot of
1: days where uh when we go to a restaurant we just order starters and that would be our meal um mm-hmm. so it, you know uh, on a regular day you'd probably order one or two starters followed by main course if it's just the two of us eating uh but there are days we would have just you know order five starters and that's our meal uh um, okay It it depends, again, on the restaurant. If there's something interesting we see on the menu and, you know, if there are, like, three starters we really want to order, then we don't order main course. Or we'd order, um, you know, if we we go to, let's say, a a pub here and, you know, each main course is, like, a single serving, I order a main course, she orders a main course, we'd probably order one main course and just share that. Or we'd order a salad and then a bunch of starters, something like that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, So it actually depends on the day, depends on what we're kind of feeling um, because I like both kinds of meals. Um, I I think the all starters kind of meal gives you a bunch of variety to try out different things a restaurant has to offer yeah. with main course. You can't really do much of that, especially if it's a, you know, a smaller party. So yeah, I mean, it, it depends on, on the day for me.
0: Okay. So I think that's more Aaron's territory because Naeem and I are both like starter boys. Maybe so okay. yeah, yeah. We like we pro- probably would order I mean in the sense that we like main courses as well. Not let's not get it wrong. Like I don't mind a yeah. really good steak or whatever in a place. Yeah. But more often than not I would like ordering a lot of starters and trying out a lot of sure. dishes yeah. rather than just ordering a yeah. I mean good, but, but you know, I'm, let's
1: say if I go to a Hyderabad restaurant like today, yeah, uh, we ordered this really great starter, which was a chicken with uh, curry leaves and oh my god. It was so good. Uh, okay. but you know their, their curries look good as well and I wanted to I I probably wouldn't have only had starters today because I like, I sure. need to try some of this main course as well. So But you know, yeah. that that gives me the thing that, you know, I need to go back here to try some of the other stuff. So
0: Exactly. So, but I, yeah. again, I would probably have a lot of starters and then maybe share a main course amongst people. Yeah. I wouldn't order yeah. a main course. So that's what I would normally do in a lot of restaurants. Is like yeah. tapa style restaurants are like my favorite because I would just would just okay. on starters, yeah, small bites. But you try different things, and I can try all types of meats and seafood, yeah. whatever I can eat. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that so the reason I ask this is because or I ask this to everyone is because in terms of the cafes menu uh you know uh, yours is more cafe like so it's probably got a mix of everything it kind of blends in especially the brunch yeah. bit is both starter yeah. and main courses sort of you can't yeah. really differentiate but yeah for the yeah. Asian bit are we having a lot more starters than there are main courses are we having i mean even if you want to go a balanced approach that's fine, it I generally yeah. ask this to people like, you know, some people are really starter heavy. So they'd be like, you know, a lot of starters, right. few main courses.
2: So
1: that's actually a, a nice way to put it. It blends in. So when I look at, at least at an Asian restaurant, when I look at starters, I, I can probably picture them as main courses as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of menus would list like a chili chicken dry as a starter, for example. Uh, but that's something I would eat with my fried rice or with noodles. So I consider it part of main course. So I think uh, I I don't want to probably define it as, you know, appetizers, main course. Uh, if, I, like, if I want to keep it simple, then I would just say, you know, I would just say meats, veggies,
2: okay,
1: rice, yeah. noodles. So, you know, you decide you want to eat it as a starter. You want to eat it as main course
0: that's pretty cool i was just picturing you get a menu and says food on top (laughs) (laughs) i mean
1: technically (laughs) that's what it is but i'd I'd probably categorize it as you know oh i love dumplings or you know so i would definitely put dumplings on the menu which again you could have as a meal also
0: so that's a smart way of doing it though like you just create based on based on the protein and then have everything in that yeah Yeah. that's pretty cool And, and then you, you know, pri- I, price it I, I wouldn't do a very I mean.
1: elaborate uh, listing in each category. It would be, I, I don't want to confuse the the customer or overwhelm the chef as well. Or
2: mm-hmm. if I'm the chef, then I don't overwhelm myself. So,
0: yeah, fair enough. Okay, that sounds very logical. And yeah, I I would definitely go down that route uh let's move on to the main course now again we're kind of blending okay sorry before we get to that so starters right uh yeah for both brunch i mean say okay let's do this because we're blending in starters and main course what are a couple of dishes that you would definitely say we have to order during brunch and what are the dishes in the Evening for during the Asian part of the uh, meal, what are the two dishes that you'd say you know you guys need to have? This? Like there's no way you're leaving my restaurant without having this.
1: Okay, sure. So for brunch, I would definitely encourage people to get a toasty of their preference. So if it's a veggie, I'd do something with mushrooms and truffles, and if it was a meat sandwich, I'd probably do something with ham and cheese and you know when i talk about a toasty it's it's not this really thin sandwich it's it's a pretty sizable sandwich with multiple layers so i would definitely tell customers that you know one toasty and get one like shakshuka for the table um, yes. i would recommend those two more than you know getting individual omelets or something, I would say get a good sharing dish for the table and get a toasty each. That that would be my recommendation for I, breakfast or
0: brunch. I would go I mean for a toasty, I would ideally love to have pepperoni on mine. Sure.
3: Mine. We can do that.
0: <laughs> Hypothetically thank you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah pepperoni toasty and I Last always thing. like so, yeah I'm paying right I'm paying for myself.
2: Yeah, so. anything you need, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think in terms of the egg dish, I always like to order uh, an egg dish that I can't make at home. Okay. Because yeah. like omelets and uh, sort of scrambled eggs is something that I'm used to. post egg yeah. also, it probably needs to be an elevated post egg for me to be like, okay, I need to order this because it's okay. something that, yeah. because I'm paying that much and I'm paying a lot for this meal, but <laughs> I'm paying, <laughs> I think so I might as well enjoy something that I can't make at home so like maybe an eggs benedict where I don't have the patience to sit down and make a hollandaise sauce or, that's a, you that's know, a great uh,
1: point that's uh, actually exactly what we do here when we go for yeah. brunches uh, yeah. there was a time that you know I would order the, the usual scrambled eggs with bacon and you know the yeah. works but it's like you know I can do this at home as well so we we've in fact been ordering a lot of Versions of eggs Benedict, and you get, you know, there's a salmon Benedict, there's a mm. turkey bacon Benedict, and yeah, so that's usually what we are also ordering. Uh, another popular brunch item that I've ordered in the, which again, something I'd never eat at home, is uh, fried chicken and waffles. It is so
0: good. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to try them. I've never. Um, I said this last time.
1: Served with a slightly spicy uh, maple syrup.
0: Mm-hmm. I. I'm not a huge fan of savory and sweet mix, but I would still want to try it because everyone keeps raving about I it. I thought time. so
1: too. I thought yeah. so too. You know, how is this going to go? But it, it does yeah. go.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, fried chicken and waffles. I like both. It's just a matter of combining yeah. the two. Is like... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... I would go like ex benedict. Uh, Shakshuka also is something that, again, I would make it at home, but I don't make it often yeah. enough. So I'd be like, let's try this out. So yeah, something yeah. that's very different in terms of egg is what I would order. Uh, so right. yeah. And, okay, yeah. yeah. And now let's move on to the Asian-themed meal. Uh, dishes. Right. So what are we...
1: So in my experience at an Asian restaurant uh, or something that I would order, and I'd probably recommend people to do that as well, is get... A few servings of dumplings. So do a mix of, um yes. you know, choose the protein you want, but do a mix of steamed dumplings, do pan-fried dumplings. You know, get a good mix so everybody gets to try everything on the table. Yeah, uh, I'm a sucker for dumplings. Uh, I there's in fact a place pretty close to us uh, where I've ordered in from that have, I want to say probably twenty varieties of dumplings.
2: Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you know, I've yeah. I've had meals that have just been like three types of dumplings. So I would say yeah, get get a variety of dumplings for the table and like for me I would like with that maybe some uh shrimp, salt and pepper. That's again something that okay. I you know, you won't make at home. Yeah. Uh second is if you ever order in Salt and pepper dishes are never as crunchy, or you know, they become soggy by the time you order in. So that's something that you is you know worth eating right there as it's being made, and then comes out straight to the table. But yeah, I would say like do a salt and pepper dish. I I said prawns or shrimp because that would be my preference. But any salt and pepper dish and some you know variety of dumplings.
0: So because you've been or you've lived your life in Delhi and. Now yeah. in Canada, dumplings over momos or momos over dumplings?
1: Shall I be uh controversial and say that it doesn't really matter to me yeah, <laughs> as long okay. as they look, look the same and <laughs> I'd call yeah, them no, a dumpling no. or a momo. So yeah I, I was okay. trying to be correct, and you know, I said dumplings, so I stuck to pan-fried dumplings. But I was just going to say steam momos or fried momos, or
0: I like, th- I was going to say I was like tandoori <laughs> momos and I was like, those are my go-to. Though, to be f- off late, I've had some pretty terrible ones where the dough has oh, been no. overly uh, thick and so you feel the dough when you're eating it and it's ruined uh, it. So I'm like... Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. But I would... I'm a sucker for more. Like, uh, after uh, after university, you we've gone to multiple number. Oh, we've gone to that Chinese truck Numerous oh, times and course. had
1: yeah yeah momos so there um, are in fact in Canada to your point of momos or dumplings there are a bunch of momo places that are okay. run by you know Nepalese people uh, there are the the restaurant I spoke of that is close to us is actually a momos place um, okay. and they have something called kurkure momos which was <laughs> something I had not had before which was okay. amazing okay uh, so it's uh, basically uh, a fried momo that's coated yeah. in, in Kurkure. Yeah, yeah
0: I've, I've seen surreal. videos on Instagram of them doing that with uh, spring rolls. Oh, the interesting. Kurkure spring rolls. So yeah. I'm I'm very uh, interested and intrigued by the kurkure momos. So I've not had yeah. that before. So that's something yeah. that will... But yeah, I would... I mean, I'm... But, good but idea you know, away. since...
2: Yeah,
1: yeah I, I would call them dumplings on the menu to sound fancier. So... Yeah. Of course. So I'd say order order a variety of uh, dumplings. dumplings.
0: <laughs> uh, your favorite dumpling, though, that you've had? In terms of filling? Yeah, in
2: terms of filling, yeah.
1: Mm. Or the
0: type tough, of
2: maybe. Of choice. No, I mean, I would do, well, I, sure, i do pan fried pork and shrimp. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: That, that that sounds so good. <laughs> really pan fried
2: po- pork and shrimp
0: or no, I like the. I, yeah, I, I like the fact that that's one. That's the one dish name will not be near anywhere near.
3: <laughs> at all because I hate seafood and I'm definitely not trying pork. So uh, like, but uh, tell yeah. me this: how, how, like, I mean, pork is the meat and shrimp is obviously seafood. How, 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 how does the mix go? It is amazing. I have I
0: have a bunch of surf frozen in my freezer right now. <laughs> yes, surf and turf, basically.
1: <laughs> surf and turf, yes, perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but uh yeah okay and uh i for me whenever we talk momos or dumplings my mind always goes to the sauce that we had that we used to order from from that kati roll place so there's this one kati roll place in delhi that we started ordering from quite later on and they had momos as well and for me with momos it's also a lot to do with the tipping sauce right like as good as the filling is and as tasty as it is like the sauce needs to be spot on. and this sauce like i kid you not this would this is essentially the lava that we were discussing last last time in our recording like we were talking about chocolate lava cake and how lava would flow through our bodies and come out the wrong side it was that spicy right so what you're eating you would be if you're not used to spice i mean you would be the next day you'd be spending your like half a day on the toilet, like it burnt your insides.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: we, I found a place here that does really good momos, uh, and their sauce, uh, I believe, is hotter than what we had in Delhi.
0: Oh God! I
1: mean, that's a peanut. It's a peanut-based sauce. It is really uh, tasty, but it's so spicy.
0: So that chili sauce, though, I we like normally you would really. Dip into the chili oil or the chili sauce, and then you'd bite into it because you know, it's just a dab. You take a dab of it, uh, yeah, and you dab. And of course, they give you a lot of sauce, so you kind of feel sad that you're wasting it, but there's no point because you, the moment you take little more than a dab, you know you've made a big mistake. Yes, (laughs) your stomachs are crying. My stomach right now can't handle any, a lot of spice. So I'm glad that that era of mine, I enjoyed it. Yeah, my stomach's <laughs> cried over it <laughs> and i don't think i'll be able to visit that anytime soon but or i'll have to i'll try it but then i'll have to take a lot of you know acid reflux medicines or and soothing medicines after it so oh, i know yes yeah, unfortunately a bunch of milk at the end of it <laughs> exactly it's exactly. like that one chip, one chip challenge that people do and now it's been bad yeah so, oh, you know, that
1: uh, that brand that does the one chip challenge mm-hmm, uh, yeah. actually bought their chips here and they had a ghost pepper chips. Okay. Uh, like nachos. It was so spicy. And we eventually turned that into uh, a crumb for like chicken fingers.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I would do so
1: this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was so, it was too spicy. Like okay, for me to okay. say that, I can handle a good level of spice, but uh, I couldn't
2: take that
0: uh okay let's move on to dessert now so are we having desserts at the brunch do, do brunch serve brunches uh, i
1: mean we could do like a french toast and i would call that probably a dessert but i wouldn't list it separately at desserts uh um, i don't know like i'm i usually when i go out to eat I'm, dessert is last on my mind uh um,
2: okay
1: like i focus mainly on on the savory stuff um okay so i don't know i like i i thought really hard about dessert and then i i couldn't really think of what goes well in a asian menu uh i didn't want to go the cliché or oh, we'll do fried ice cream and
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so i'm not a fan of the fried ice cream as well
2: mm-hmm. um
1: if at all i had to eat dessert again not connected to the restaurant but if mm-hmm. i had to eat something i'd probably like eat some form kind of cheesecake and oh you know what there is a
0: japanese
1: japanese cheesecake, cheesecake. Yeah. yeah that could probably be on the menu it's i know it's, it's mixing chinese and japanese but sure it's asian so we'll say <laughs> it's asian. wow we've lost another
0: bunch of them now we just got them like you don't care food no, know. i'm just saying
1: it's, it's asian fair yeah, so. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's an um, Asian-themed restaurant, so Asian cheesecake. Sure. Asian-themed fair enough. Yeah, I, uh, there's this place in Bangalore called Fatibao. So they yeah, have...
1: I've gone uh, yeah. to their restaurant in Delhi as well, yeah.
0: Okay, right. So they have yeah. the cheesecake, the Japanese sort of yeah. very light, spongy cheesecake. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh my god, that is so good. And yeah. it's not there's heavy a- like another... Like your Cheesecake Factory cheesecake, which is massive yeah. and all that. So yeah. those cheesecakes are quite good.
1: Yeah, so was- there's a... Japanese cheesecake place here called Uncle Tetsu's which is amazing. It's so good.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, always, so
1: Japanese cheesecake.
0: I'm always awed by whenever I see them on Instagram making those really fluffy pancakes that jiggle around. I'm like, wow, how do you really get to that yeah. fluffy? Yeah. Man? It's just so, it's amazing. Um, And also, I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of like having mango in the night, but they also have these mango pan, like a panna cotta type dish as well. So right. uh, that also have, is that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. the but otherwise in terms of even Asian cuisine, I can't really think of too many notable yeah, desserts as well. exactly. Right? So, yeah. And a lot of do, and they kind of tend to adopt the Western uh, classics of you exactly. know chocolate brownies and. I had a yeah, deep fried yeah. chocolate brownie once. Uh, at Ooh, which was um Akiba Dori in Dubai. So I ordered this like massive portion of brownie, it's just deep fried in like a tempura batter. And oh, then sh- vanilla ice cream <laughs> Yeah. That Not is totally
1: death by chocolate.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean you have deep fried mass bar and all that, so
3: it's Maybe even more the-
0: even more death by dessert. <laughs>
3: Chocolate version of Momo or something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they do have. Uh, I think in Hong Kong they have bows, but inside is like a red bean paste or the chocolate yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you those get are the red dessert
1: bean baos here as well.
0: Yeah. So
1: those but are I don't like know, dessert,
0: To
3: me, that that seems too heavy.
1: Uh, as a dessert, so I would keep it simple with just the cheesecake.
0: Fair enough. Now, we come to the founder's creation. Now, all of this seems to be your creation and your sort of ideas. But if there was one dish that, you know, the chef is, you have power, you know, creative power over the chef. You have full veto power over the chef. Even if you want to say you're fighting with yourself, being like, this doesn't make sense. And then the other part of Anirudh is like, no, we have to have this. And, you know, the evil Anirudh wins. What's the one Dish that you have to have on this menu,
1: uh actually, it's not as you know I wouldn't really have to fight the chef on it, but apart from the like I'd mentioned the chili chicken being my go to uh, you know meal with something uh something that I would definitely want on this, and this is something that I make as well is a uh, pepper chicken, which is it's a variety of peppers that go into it, and those sewan peppers when they hit your tongue.
4: Oh, is,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, I would I would push to definitely have that that version of the pepper chicken in the menu. Yeah. I
0: uh, ruined Hong which, Kong. which would be an easy
1: win because they're be like, oh, sure, of course, we were going to have this in the menu. So, yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, I think in Hong Kong, this So, it's called mala, the Chezwan pepper... The uh, like right. when you make it into the sauce and all that's called mala yeah. spice or whatever so yeah. basically it numbs your tongue so yeah. yeah we had like so there's this one restaurant in hong kong that serves insane mala beef oh nice okay and like oh my god like when you have it you're like oh it tastes nice, and then suddenly like i can't feel my tongue it's like ah, yeah. ah yeah. <laughs> what is happening yeah. so i really love one pepper i is unfortunately like i very difficult to get it the actual original one a lot of people have their versions of it like india has their own version of Sichuan peppercorn which isn't really the same but to get the actual one which would numb your tongue is very oh yeah i I think maybe it's it's easier if you want them i can
1: send you some from here
0: yeah yeah that would that would be great (laughs) yeah that that would be insanely good um and also talking about like I wanted to mention this earlier, but like chili chicken, you talk about being like a main cause. Like Naeem and I, yeah. we order this dish from this place called Monk, which Yo, is a chili, yes. chili beef tenderloin. Oh, nice. And we have it like, so if whenever we meet or whatever, and he'll yeah. be like, let's order from this place, and we'll order a lot of fried rice, and the portions are like, oh, it's portion control. That's what the term was. It wasn't quantity. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Quantity of food. Quantity yes. of food. Portion control. Yeah. So And the, that's the thing with Chinese cuisine or any Asian cuisine is portion control is not their suit, right? Not their forte. It's like they will put yeah, right Rice like they've never seen.
1: Yeah, that's true. I have, of course, told you of my experience in Chennai where we would say soup one by two and it would be two full soups. So, yeah, they had no idea of portions. You're right, actually
0: yeah so we'd order one fried rice amongst the two of us, and then we'd order this one chili beef tenderloin and you can see like after we eat it, it's probably stained the entire plate red because of ah, I don't know whether it's sucks. either the color plus also the spice levels and everything right yeah. so but yeah. oh my god, it was it's the perfect sort of dish and it's a starter, yeah. it's listed as a starter, right so you eat it then, as a main course yeah yeah, so yeah. exactly completely understand that all right, so it's this has i mean it's not gone off the rails as i was skeptical yeah. about it <laughs> like i'm like, talking to, like you should listen to that episode because we started off and it's with so much promise and being like this sounds great this sounds amazing and when yeah. it came to the menu it kind of well i mean the less said the better it was
2: all over <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: but uh, that was hilarious. yeah i mean um, the only thing
1: i would think about is like i don't uh, and I haven't been to New Zealand, so I don't know, but you know, what is the acceptance of uh how much Asian food is eaten and stuff like that. But I'm sure you know people are coming from all over the world to eat there, so
0: it should be See, okay. You anyway need a helicopter or an airplane to reach your place. Exactly. So it doesn't matter yeah. from where they're coming from. But yeah. as well. So
1: you, know. you pay
0: like you're paying
1: all this money to get there, but the food is not gonna be super expensive. So Okay. We'll we'll make it worth your while.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair though I i mean the guests still have to pay I'm not paying their meals right I'm just paying for your restaurant to be set up so I mean yeah we're exactly not, yeah, so they'll have to pay you like, whatever <laughs> yeah, drink, but yeah. It, yeah but and he doesn't, care, food... about,
3: sorry, he doesn't really care about sorry go ahead he doesn't really care about how many people are turning up right it's his yeah business.
0: that's yeah. true because I'm still so funding it revenue, yeah, yeah basically yeah. exactly yeah. Fair no I, for me the guarantee is like you
1: know you're coming you're going to get great food so if you're okay to you know make the journey however that's up
0: fair you. enough. okay i guess that you do for any sort of really uh, a meal that you know is going to be good or uh, like yeah if i know exactly. or or an experience right so you'll be like yeah you know you i've heard of this place it serves insane food What's the drawback? I need to take a flight there. But it's fine. It's worth it.
3: (laughs) Also, considering the huge influx of uh, social media influencers, Anirudh can have as many people visiting his restaurant as he wants. And charge you for that, basically. (laughs) Yeah, king yeah. the influencers. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I'll be there every every Friday or every Saturday morning. Be like to look at the books, Anirudh. What is happening? Where <laughs> is it all red?
2: I don't have to look at the books. <laughs> you look at the books. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, oh my God, this is backslide. But let's move on now to your dream chef and dream guest. Now we tend like I know you cook really good and you love to cook and all that, but we kind of tend to tell our guests that let's not have you be the chef just so that you enjoy everything. So uh, who's the one dream chef that you'd love to have cook all of your food? So because it's Asian food.
3: um... No, and this does not have to be any actual celebrity chef or anything. It could be...
1: Actually, a a bunch of recipes that I've picked up over time, especially Asian recipes, has been this one chef that I've seen on social media. Uh, I only know him as Chef John. I don't know his last name. I don't know anything about him. But it's uh, this Asian dude who, his knife skills are something else. And I've tried a bunch of his
2: recipes and they've always turned up amazing. So okay. for me, like with Asian food, uh, I,
1: I guess he's a celebrity, like like I said, I only know him as chef John. That's all I like I see his videos as the chef John makes X, Y, Z. so sure, so chef John can make my food.
0: Okay, all right. that's add some mystique and intrigueness to the yeah. meal. like who's who's the chef behind this? His name's John. Jeff John, John who, yeah. yeah, John, who <laughs> just John? I don't know. <laughs> Go on Instagram, you'll find him there. John Doe. Yeah, John Doe. John. Oh, that'd be cool. John Doe. Oh, nice. Yes,
1: let let's. That's probably chef.
0: also why. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. I would have, you know, who came into mind when it was when we were talking about Asian food and who would be your yeah. chef. I forget his name now. <laughs> so, it really didn't come into my mind. His face <laughs> came into my mind. Really, this, the, the guy who used to used to follow as a kid, you know, the... Uh, Yan. Yan can cook. Yan. Yes. Yan, Yan. can cook. Yan. Chef Yan. So.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting story. I uh, started cooking Chinese food mainly when I was a child. And this just came about because my dad and me watched this show, this... Asian cook whose name was Yan, and he had this catchphrase, then he would say, "If Yan can cook, so can you," and that kind of just became a, a thing we would say at home. And I don't know that that kind of inspired me to make this Asian meal, uh, which I would do not very often, of course. And you know, this is—I can't remember how old I was. I probably was—I uh, don't know—early teens, I guess, or maybe okay. even younger. Maybe even younger. So. For me, making that, uh, like, I, I'll tell you the menu I used to make a, everything was vegetarian because my mom is vegetarian and she didn't allow us to cook meat at home. So it was a vegetable fried rice with fried almonds, uh, vegetable Manchurian uh, with a gravy and a spinach and baby corn and hot garlic sauce. So that's that was a standard Chinese menu that I used to make. Okay. But... It was, it used to be this process where I'd be like, you know, I will cut the vegetables. I will do everything from start to finish. So if dinner was at 8, I would start cooking at 11 in the morning. <laughs> get all Fair of enough. this done by 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, when I look I, back now, uh, yeah. like if I had to make uh, an Asian style dinner. So let's just say, you know, one protein chicken, chili chicken and fried rice, for example. 40 minutes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Versus I would...
1: 8 hours. As a child. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, it's, I haven't thought of yet can cook in so many years, but, uh, yeah, that, that kind of started that whole journey. And of course, lost touch with cooking in the middle, growing up and, you know, college and living alone and all of that. And then actually started cooking and after I got married. So, yeah. And I, I reignited this joy for cooking only after marriage. So. Yeah, but Yankin Cook started it all. But again, you know, I, I don't remember any of those recipes. Or I'm sure he was great, but uh, I can only talk of, you know, stuff that I look I at s- now.
0: I saw him recently in a Hell's Kitchen episode. So oh, really? A, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, wow. He must super old now.
0: Insane. Looked okay. <laughs> Still looking uh. okay for his age. Uh, and now we move on to your dream guest. Who's the one guest that you... Would love to
2: have at your restaurant. Now that you mentioned uh, Chef Yan, I
1: would say it would be great to serve him some Asian food and for him to validate and say, oh, you know, this food is pretty good. And then I can say, if, well, I can't say it back to him, but I would do some <laughs> version of if Yan can cook, so can you, or whatever. Or I'd, you know, tell him the whole inspirational story of how he got me into cooking and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for bringing that up. I didn't have an answer for who my ideal yeah. guest would be but let's say it yeah i think it would be nice to serve food to chef yeah
0: okay all right again i don't know his full name i only know him as chef yeah <laughs> i'll find that out uh name you wanted to say something
3: no 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 i was just saying uh, if ann can cook so can you uh, like a short form for annie nice okay.
0: we and then he'll back. be if you say that and he'll be like yeah, but I already know I can cook. You <laughs> don't have to tell me that again. <laughs> so his name is Martin Yan.
2: Martin Yan,
0: okay. 74 years old.
2: Oh, wow, he must 74 years old. So I must have been, this was what, like 25
0: years ago. Okay, so yes. he was... He's not that old. Yeah. A 50-year-old yes. old man back then. Yeah. Prime yeah. of his career. Yeah. No, it was the end of his yeah. career. But um, yes, so it'll, it'll be nice to, for him to sit down and be like, yes, if Yan, yeah, exactly. Yan could cook and so can An. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, who's Ann? Who is he talking about? <laughs> My name is John. My name is John. Both
1: the questions are, are mutually exclusive.
0: So,
1: I did guess if I was cooking for them and, uh, you know, dream chef is Chef yes. John for me to run the restaurant. So
0: They're not meeting at the same time. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, the, and now we come to the most important bit and that is the, the name of the restaurant. So, have you thought about what you yes, call
1: this So, you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't have a name and I'm
1: very bad at coming up with names. So I mean, I you
0: did have... You did have the cafe supermanium Yeah. Uh, again,
1: but you know, with this I was I kept thinking it has should it be Asian themed? A lot of these Asian themed restaurants uh, have very stereotypical, you know, dragon and uh, stuff like that. I I don't know. So does it define what the food is sure, but do I want to still name it in that cliched way? I don't think so. So you I don't know. Not-
0: Given your cafe, I would think that you should have once like I've seen this res- in restaurants in Dubai as well. They have one name for the morning and one name for the evening. Like you remember yeah, Coco Room Cocoa Room used to be a breakfast place and then it became slider station, a burger place in the night. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ooh, interesting.
1: I actually yeah. didn't know of restaurants that did that. So just yeah to my i
3: remember memory. initially like seeing it and actually thinking like one of the restaurants closed down or something and then later on i think when we actually visited the place yeah
0: I think it was yeah, yeah. i i, I wasn't maybe. i wasn't there but it was you sure and aaron and they were like where is this restaurant it's like only saying coco room where eh? slider station where it's like it's like it's the same place but you just go upstairs or something oh so.
1: Interesting. That that actually is a, because then I could still keep uh, Cafe supermanyam. So just for context, we me and my wife tried to do something when we were in India, uh, which is basically run a home cafe for friends and family to host their parties. Um, we did a few of them. Didn't do it with as much uh, drive to make it like a, a full time thing. But it was a fun experience. We then converted that into a biryani delivery. Uh, Things so we would make biryani over the weekends and deliver that to people in and around Gurgaon. Again, it was all friends and family or word of mouth through that. So, so we named that cafe Supermanium because I'm Subramanian and we, you know, did a play on the name. Yeah, so I'd probably keep Cafe Supermanium for the breakfast brunch uh, place, and I don't know what I would call the Chinese restaurant. If Anne can cook, so can you. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I will thank you yeah. for that.
0: But I I do agree that a lot of them have very stereotypical names like yellow tail and fatty bum yeah or, or you know red
1: dragon green Correct. dragon
2: or I don't know
0: yeah. monk monk itself is like come yeah on.
2: exactly so, so I don't know uh, or you know it could also be
1: something specific to for being in New Zealand and I don't know enough about New Zealand to to suggest something but I'd I'd consider all of that. To Monk,
0: of Monk of the Rings. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, you could
1: do something with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, something. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but that be that's really cool. Or you have that real? You have that thing where I mean, you and I both love where it's uh in China where English is spelled wrong. So like, oh yes, Wong, English Wong. English <laughs> <dot com. laughs> Yeah, dot com. Wong Fooking a yeah. uh, bookstore yeah. or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. So something yeah. like that.
1: Uh, yeah, but I don't know if that would bring in the uh, Asian population to
0: the restaurant. So <laughs> probably I'd have don't. to be careful with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll be like, that's my name. Look. Yeah. Oh, God. We're losing a lot of people listening to the podcast right now. Uh, all right. And let's, okay. Now we move on to the fun bit of this podcast. And we're going to play a quick rapid fire round. Okay. So I'm in- not
3: saying that any of this wasn't fun to begin
0: with. Fine, I'm leaving. Yeah, we tend to drive away our guests after this <laughs> section, before this section. So uh so so this is a rapid fire round. You don't have time to think. So we're gonna give you like one to two seconds per uh okay. choice. So it's essentially five controversial food opinions, and we want to yeah. know you know which side of the coin you lie on
2: so yes or no that's it or agree yes or disagree no. what
0: exactly yeah. yeah yes or no okay. all right you ready okay. let's go for it the first one biryani with or without elaichi With. As much
1: as I don't like to bite into it, uh, it does add flavor while you make it. So, with.
0: Okay. Pizza, with or without pineapple? Never pineapple. (laughs) Orange juice, with or without pulp? Uh, With pulp. Okay. Peanut butter, smooth or crunchy? Crunchy. Gulab jamun, hot or cold? Hot. Cereal, milk first or cereal first? milk first okay fine Fair enough. i have I, a reason for
1: that i have a reason for that yeah uh, i like the cereal to sit on top and still be crunchy and my okay. problem with putting cereal in first is that everything gets too soggy then so
0: i had another reason as to why i did that and that's because in india you need to boil your milk and have it warm enough
2: sure.
0: yeah so i had to already have the milk in the bowl Ready to the food. yes, but yeah, but
1: I mean, if I when I do that now, people are like staring at me, like uh, you know, what are you doing? There's no cereal in that. i like, yeah, it's coming.
0: <laughs> the illichi one is something that I probably will have to strengthen a little more. I think it is the idea is you know, do you like having it still in the food? Like we we were oh. talking about the concept of having illichi kind of in the process, but you need to pick it out before you serve it. Essentially, right? Sure. So,
1: then no, no energy, <laughs>
0: okay. no cardamom and biryani. <laughs> Cockroaches. <laughs> All right, fair. I think the rest of it is pretty much, pretty much on point. I think these three of the are the most controversial food: the pineapple pizza one, this one, and right. Yeah, pineapple pizza, pizza. Of course, Yeah. Yeah. We've had instances. I think Aaron's mentioned to us that there's a place in Dubai that serves mango and pizza. Oh no.
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: yeah so i don't know
2: to think about what it tastes like
0: <laughs> we don't either we were saying that we should just go to the restaurant and be like please stop this before you yeah. do irreparable, irreparable harm to
1: yeah you but you know with with pizza sorry oh. to digress here but like yeah. some of these odd flavors do work or not odd flavors these non-traditional pizza flavors like butter chicken pizza Great example! oh
0: that. Is, <laughs> Again, <so> that, <laughs> that is probably the most talked about dish on this podcast it so ever. Good.
1: It is so good.
0: Okay, right. Uh, we got now backing. We were discussing this last time. like who has had butter chicken pizza? I think Naeem's had butter chicken pizza. Uh, so he's I've probably the excellent. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Um, like I would, I would also
1: to drive away more of your audience. I would probably do a chili chicken pizza also.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting. Yeah,
3: I'd interesting. be interested in trying that out, actually. That'd
0: yeah. Be, fun. Think, uh, and I'll tell you where this is coming from.
1: There's a there's a really cool restaurant here called Parathe Wali Kali, which is super oh, tasty. Uh, like the Chandi Chok like,
2: inspired. Yeah, but spice. they do
1: like 200, 300 types of parathas, huh. including yeah. a chili chicken stuffed paratha, which is phenomenal. So... They have a biryani paratha also, which is like <laughs> so biryani stuffed kind... in paratha. And I, you know, I was like, you know, what's the craziest thing I can eat here? And I was like, oh, that looks cool. Let's try it. And it was very
0: good. So, so this is the kind of stuff that we kind of get when we ask people for their founders' creation. They're like, right, let's make the most craziest of dishes. And so, yeah, yeah. butter chicken pizza. Is, but butter chicken pizza predom been our most talked about dish. I think it's been on the podcast at least three or four times so
1: let's up that with chili chicken pizza <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: yeah uh all right and now we get to our last topic of the day and that is your most controversial opinion what's the most controversial food opinion that you've had or you have rather
2: well it, i mean it's specific to me of course uh yeah. but i would ban eggplant
1: from this world <laughs> I absolutely and, stand and, that and he doesn't
0: and he means this literally people it's not there's yes. no euphemism in this <laughs> so there
1: there is uh if if eggplant is in a dish or it has touched something else in the dish i will not eat it so i would ban that vegetable from this from I, the face I can
3: hear them. all the hyderabadis saying abe baigan
1: <laughs> so yeah and I, I i remember an instance i was in was I in hostel during my engineering days? I don't, can't remember if it was in hostel or somewhere, but uh, I was in Chennai and the, the sambar they served with the rice was actually a rinjal sambar and I couldn't eat it. I was like, I can't eat this.
2: Yeah, I and wouldn't it's either. Not,
1: it's, not that, I like... it's not that I'm allergic or anything, but uh, I'm just like, I can't eat that vegetable. So,
0: so ban. As much as I call
1: myself it. a foodie, that's one vegetable I cannot eat.
0: So, throw away all the aubergines, eggplants, brinjal into the sea. Yeah, just just like, you know, ban it. Don't...
1: Whose idea was it to to cultivate this vegetable? And...
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel the same about other certain vegetables. But I, I get it. actually had a brinjal dish, yes, last night for dinner, which was, again, like a the insides of the brinjal were like mashed with something. And... Uh, It was served on dehydrated brinjal skin. Good for you. (laughs) Thanks.
2: As as you
1: spoke more of it, I was more and more not interested in hearing about it.
0: (laughs) It was more and more repulsive. Yes. Yeah. It's like, not only have they done this, but they've dehydrated the skin. Like I mean,
1: brinjal is probably the vegetable that gets the most hate in terms of all vegetables? Like, I know a bunch of people who don't eat brinjal. Maybe that's changing now. At least growing up, I, I used
0: uh, to Yeah, I think brinjal beetroot is another one. Oh, I love people, beetroot. Yeah, but a lot of people are like, what the hell is... But yeah, I think those two are pr- predominantly the ones that people are like, why is this there? What is the even doing on the table? Yeah. Uh, exactly. The
2: rest are like... I'm on the face of this planet. <laughs> this planet.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, the other uh, controversial thing is that uh, I really don't like
2: idlis as well. Sorry.
0: <laughs> bye, bye, South India. We'll see you <laughs> next time. And the it, next it's episode. very sad because the
1: the repulsion to idlis actually came when I was in hostel in Chennai.
2: Yeah, which I remember. Because
1: idlis were rock hard, and then I just lost the taste for them. But it's not like you know, it's not like the hate for brinjal. At some point, I probably might eat idlis again
0: or I'd taste it, but I will never. No, a a bad idli can really set you back a lot. Like, uh, I've had some pretty bad ones as well and I'm like close to being like, I'm not going to eat dosa idli because I'm not, none of the batter suits me or it doesn't taste great. Uh, But now I've started my making my own, so I'm like, okay, I can at least control the way I want to make it and how soft and all it gets. So that way it does. But I understand the your hatred for brinjal and aubergine yes. so all right uh so thank you anirudh for coming on to the podcast it was a pleasure having you on here and listening to your dream restaurant so at the end we finally find ourselves in the mid- middle of nowhere in new zealand and uh walking for miles and miles i mean we could play the carpenter was it was a carpenter's song which no which is the, I walk 500 miles. That's not Carpenters. No, that's that not Carpenters. Was, that was um, something with P. Yeah, it's with P. Uh, okay. Uh, anyone else knows, I can't remember the artists, Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can't so the artist, so yeah, I'll be walking yeah. for 500 miles to get to my table, which I will never leave until after yes. dinner.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and uh, I hope to meet Chef Yan and have enjoy Chef John's food as well.
3: Possibly yeah, not. not I would yeah. also
1: love to meet them, but yes.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna have yeah. a look at Chef Yan's videos to see if Yan can cook, and so can I.
1: I'm sure. Yeah, maybe your wife
0: yeah, has a different idea
1: your, on that. <laughs> your journey of cooking as well. But thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh,
0: yeah. I
1: was actually in waiting to join this. I was getting pretty tired. It's pretty late. It's about one thirty in the morning now. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was a you know conversation about food. So I'm up and about now. Uh, Now find a way to fall
3: asleep. Saying saying that it's 1:30 there almost, I can't I can't help but say this now. But like, and I don't mean to freak you out. Since the beginning of this podcast, I've had one thought in my mind. Since the background is blurred out, all I can think is I I don't know if you've watched this movie, uh, then or the Conjuring
0: Universe. Of course, uh, the, yeah. this, he loves he loves horror movies. I love horror movies,
3: and 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 the background that you have set right now, it feels like yeah. the nun is speaking out right from the <laughs> 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 Exactly, yeah, and that's been like bothering me from right from the start. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't seem uh, like a good ominous sign. If
0: yes. the, if now people that have been one. That- if people have been wondering why Naeem hasn't been speaking for so long because he's been shit scared scared
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's what that is
0: yeah Yeah, it's just a research chair but yeah he he was scared that if he opened his mouth that then the next thing he'd see is the nun right in front of him or something like that so uh,
1: yeah this blurred background is uh helpful during meetings and if my daughter's ever running around at the back.
0: so Oh, that'd be scary though. There's a blurred <laughs> child. There's a ghost <laughs> of a child. There's a nun and there's a ghost child running around your house. Anirudh, what's happening? But yeah, that's a perfect way to end this podcast. I, I, I mean, in my earlier podcast, I'd normally say, you know, we'd love to have you back. But unfortunately, in these sort of circumstances, having you back would just mean having to listen to the same sort of restaurant idea. Unless... Of possibly course, in the future, yeah. you know, there's something new, something different. If something and changes, and yeah. if something changes p- perhaps we were also thinking of doing maybe like something like a couple's edition where both you and Preeti come on and talk about yeah, something yeah. that both of you have together yeah. or want to start together. So, it's yeah, all I'll on, on the pipeline.
1: Uh, for sure. Uh, and, you know, like you said, like, I think there are like, if, if I say Asian food is my go-to food, there's always a, you know, if not Asian, what next? Yeah. So you know there are different ideas on what that other restaurant could be like and what kind of food it could be like. So
0: yeah, and, and I know we also stuck to New Zealand because of that being, from an owner's perspective, maybe from a customer perspective, exactly. where yeah. where would it have been, and we could have yeah. Just, yeah. we can discuss sure. that. So, but this yeah. has been, I mean, probably a brilliant way to end this season, season one. I mean, with this episode, so always nice to start off with someone start off the season with someone who thinks food is just sustenance to end with someone who actually <laughs> likes food and likes to eat and cook food so uh, i'm glad we could have you on here and yeah hope to have you on here soon
1: amazing thank you so much for having me and so you want me to do this dramatic cliffhanger end season
0: and fade to black uh that's about it for episode number seven and the final episode of season one of the entrepreneur podcast we are your hosts pradyum aaron and naeem and we'll catch you all on season whenever season two airs i suppose so that's it see you